Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Two Smoking Rock Friends podcast, a podcast for two random nerds trying to write their own Doctor Who movie. My name's Connor. My name's Harry. Hello. Hello everybody. It's it's another episode. We're gonna we're gonna do what we do. And you're gonna, gonna love do, it. You're gonna bloody love every second of it. Unless my... you don't, which is also fine. I've got accept that. I've got my cup of tea and we've got an episode to talk about. An episode to talk about? We've got a recap to carry on. We do. That's what we're doing in case you forgot. Exactly. Because I have. Um, let me see. Did, I don't know if we talked... Did we talk about it? Because I've got that list of scenes as I've been going through them. Yeah. Uh, we left off on scene 10, those two Davros. Yep, I remember that. Which is them having like an argument with each other. Um, and the scene has to return, end with the TARDIS returning. Yes. Um, I feel like we made some comments about that scene that we could have done. I don't know if I've made any notes about it, but it doesn't matter. We'll come back to it. Yeah, fuck anyway, it. Move on to the next one. The next scene is, uh, we're, we're in the future. I thought it was the past. No, oh wait. Well, I think we've done that. Oh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think we did that. We talked about the past. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, no, yeah, because it's past, she fucks off, then it's them two arguing, and then it cuts to the future. Yeah, we it, them two arguing, she flashes off, and then it does the the last little scene with the Davros yeah. get, getting the TARDIS. And then the, da- the Davri. The Davri, yeah. The, the, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't I can't think of a better word for Dav- than Davri. Um, and so the next scene is, yeah, Alex in the future, and then meeting... The resistance. The resistance. So Alex da, 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 da. in the future, da, da. but this is like all written down as one massive note. But it's like technically it's a seek. It's a, it'll be a sequence of scenes. It won't just be one scene. Yeah. But it's like because we have her arriving and seeing all the futuristic setting, all the Daleks, like a Dalek tower or something, and then. Well, yeah, because you wanna you wanna to you'd wanna to arrive and have a scene, if it's, if it's very short, of her kind of exploring her surroundings a bit trying to figure out where she is yeah seeing the dalek tower in the distance you know seeing everything quite derelict and destroyed and you know we kind of start to freak out we have like the notes start starting with that she she appears in like some closed area she doesn't know where she is she works her way out and then sees that it's the future yeah i can imagine it being some form of like um i've written sewer (laughs) oh sewer or even something like even something like like an old derelict Skyrise building that she's just in reception for. Do you know what I mean? Something oh, yeah, like that, or like any, a shop. Something, it could yeah. be anything, yeah. Any, we will, but, it need, I think it needs to be something that we can, as an audience, familiarise with, but then we're immediately thrust out of that and shown something we can't relate to. Yeah, that's why I was thinking something like like a fancy reception area, well, or like be, a, yeah. an like office any... building, or like a, a, a store, like one of those... Like a Debenhams-esque, you know, where they, they, you have those big department store kind, kind of things. It's kind of like, in, I know you haven't seen it, at least I don't think you've seen it, and 28 days later where he wakes up from like his, his coma and he's like, just in empty London. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, yeah, yeah. So, so I that f- happens. I feel, yeah. Because then as soon as she, she can kind of walk out being like, oh, what's, what's happened here? Maybe it's just a, yeah. it's obviously just shut down. And then as she walks out, she realises, oh, shit. Yeah, we've got her like maybe trying the vortex manipulator again to see if it works. Uh, walking through, finding an exit of whatever she is, wherever she is, and then sees, you know, this area that's like a like a battlefield, fragments of yeah. the city long gone, and you know, Alex is shocked. She's surprised. Um, oh, and then we have immediately then the resistance are showing up. Like a couple of people shot behind her, and like the 
Fuck you. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, uh, there's even a note saying that maybe she calls out for somebody. Let's see, is anybody yeah. here? Can somebody help yeah, me? Yeah, because you you could have all the you could have all of that bit up until uh, the resistance discover or whatever. That could all that could be quite long because that's not going to be very. You know, it's not going to be very long on page, I mean, but when it, comes, no, when yeah, it not, was on screen, it'd be quite long. Yeah, on the page, you would do it in, like, it'd probably be done in, like, a paragraph. But um, Yeah. Well, more than that, because you'd be changing locations. But, um, but yeah, no, in, in a film, you'd spend more time with it, I feel. I feel. Yeah. You want um, her to have some time just her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we got to the point, and then some people show up behind her, like, surrounding Alex with guns, you know, Alex putting hands up. Yeah, people asking who, 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 like, yeah, you know, these people are obviously they're um they're intimidating, battle scarred, ragged clothing, five or six people is what I've written, but you know, it doesn't the number should be a small group, but not too small. Yeah. Um. Uh. Before Alex can say anything, we hear a whirring. One of the survivors will say they hear them coming, and then you know that's when there's like a they they start rushing away, and then a Dalek pops up. And then, yeah, we have the, the Dalek kills one of them like immediately. Oh. And then we have some action scene of this of the humans working together to try and take down the Dalek. Question is, what colour is the Dalek? I was going to say it was just probably just the traditional gold. I was going to say pink, but right. No, oh, we don't need a Dalek that's going to be that silly standing out, do we? Fine. We don't need what about those Daleks. pink and red? No, but like a dark, like a blood red. No, only the Supreme Dalek should be red. Okay, his wife could be pink. Do you remember Supreme the... Dalek and his wife? Doctor Who doing those <laughs> things, and it's just like the Supreme Dalek didn't do anything. <laughs> that was always what disappointed me about um, Journey's End. Like you spent the that forty fifth anniversary, like proper hyping up the Supreme Dalek, and then he flies down, and Jack just goes, "Yeah, eat this," and then shoots him straight away. And I was just a bit like, "Oh, well, I know, that right. was a bit." <laughs> That's a bit shit, isn't it? I love Journey's End, by the way. I'm just saying that part is quite a letdown. But carry on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So this is all the stuff that's happening with Alex in the future, then, pretty much. And then, you know, someone... She's, there's the attack, the Daleks. They somehow manage to take down this Dalek. What you got someone being upset about the person that's died. And then... Alex was obviously hidden during the conflict. And then, like, when she comes back out, you could have the, a masked member of the group is is there and he puts a, puts his gun to Alex's head or face or whatever. Yeah. And obviously we know this is um Mr. David Rosenbaum. <laughs> David in, Rosenbaum in the future. Um but the audience do not at this point. He is just mysterious masked man. Yeah. The captain. Um he's wary of Alex. Now. Um I don't know, we need to feel like there's this awkward situation with him. Like, he feels like, oh, we don't know why, but he's, like, reacting weirdly to Alex. And it's obviously because he recognises her. Yeah. From a time long ago. Yeah. Then you got, yeah, the people in the group are intrigued, asking Alex loads of questions and that. And you got someone who comes up to Alex who's friendly, and this will be Timothy. Tim Lord. Tim Lord, who is not played by Timothy Chalamet anymore, but he's now played by Lucky Stanfield. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> who is this friendly guy who comes up and he's like, oh, look, hey, hey. And then, yeah, we have mentioned, we have them mentioning, like, oh, they're the seventh generation of the Resistance or something like that, meaning that you would just show, like, how long it's been going for. 
Yeah, it's been going on a fucking long time. It won't be like that, the Doctor's Daughter episode, where it's like a generation is a week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. It's like, we've been fighting this war for generations. No, you've not. You've been fighting it for six weeks. <laughs> you dumbass. Um, uh, yeah, Alex obviously doesn't know how they got there. Revealed the manipulator saying it doesn't work. Then he used that to show there, and then that's... Oh, and then someone could point out, oh, wait, that's like a time-traveling thingy, in it? You know, someone might know. Who knows? Yeah. We have that in the scene for some reason. And then, oh, yeah, because then the people are like, oh, wait, Alex is... That's how Alex knows she's in the future. Yeah. Like, that's how, yeah, Alex has to learn. And then... Yeah, then the captain leads the group away before another patrol comes through. Um... Oh yeah, we had some like additional notes for that scene as well. Like when the captain's got his gun to Alex, we could have someone else, the someone, the other person in the group, telling out, like, telling them to re- lower their weapon, which could be Tim. Yeah. Um, or it could be someone. She's else. She's my new friend. No, not in, <laughs> not in that sense. It's more like, oh, she's just a kid, you know. Don't, don't scare her. She doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, and then, then that's when the captain's like, okay, whatever, let's keep, just keep going. Then there's the walking scene, like you know, they're all hidden, hiding, walking. <laughs> You know, trying yeah. to avoid being found. Uh, and you get Timothy talking to Alex. Hi, I'm Tim Lord. That's how he gets, uh, how he gets some backstory about this stuff. Yeah. Um, and then they will stop. Oh yeah, then there's a moment where they just stop for some reason. Uh... Oh yeah, that's okay. This is yeah. This scene's all uh, the notes are all over the place for this one. But then we have that during the walking scene is when we reveal that. The, the vortex manipulate Alex is obviously having it. She reveals that she has it to the group, and then we find out, oh, you know, you're in the future and all that shit. And yeah, you're stuck here. If only someone could come and help you. Yeah, someone takes. Oh yeah, then we're gonna have it like the captain will get the vortex manipulator from her. Yeah, because he'd be like, hey, you ain't having that. Give me that. I'm still intrigued by it and Alex and that, but we don't know why. Uh, yep. Get some moving before a patrol comes. But oh, yeah, I need to keep moving before a, patro- a Dalek patrol comes. Um. Oh yeah, Alex. We have Alex like protesting, saying, "No, I need that." You know, when they take it away from her and being like, "I need that to get back home," and it's like everyone wants to go home, but we can't. You know, everyone wants to go back to their normality kind of thing, but you can't. This is war. This is war. This is this is reality now. Yeah. Uh, and then, then we cut to the sixties. John Smith in the sixties, sitting on a park bench, just really sad. Yeah, John will interact with a past version of himself. We don't know it's him until he opens the watch. Stuff like that. Doctor will open the watch, but right at the end, oh, these were just the yeah. again. The notes are still all over the place. Um, but yeah, the Doctor gets help from his past self. Where is it? Where I actually start writing the scene? Yeah, sitting on a bench by himself, really anxious and nervous, confused, conflicted, all those describing words. <laughs> he has the watch in hand, but he's not looking at it, because why would he? He's just kind of staring ahead, lost. Uh, the doctor will sit beside John Smith out of frame. Oh yeah, someone will sit, the old man, the other doctor will sit beside John Smith out of frame. Yep. Handing over a small paper bag just out of frame and saying, would you like one of these? <laughs> Are those jelly babies? No, they're M&M's. Oh yeah, first, it's, oh, yeah, first it, start, no, it starts with, we reveal the hand, you look like you could use one of these, John Smith is snapped back to reality, look is shocked, looks down, looks to the other to looks up, sees the old man. The old man's like, Would you like a jelly baby? Or something along those lines. It doesn't have to be specifically that. 
because we don't even yeah. know what version of the Doctor this would be. Of course. Um, John Smith says, no thanks, I'm good. Old man, you seem a tad away from being good, my boy. <laughs> Do you remember that line? I like that line. <laughs> it's so dumb. John Smith, what's that supposed to mean? He, he asks, put off by the man. Defensive. <laughs> Defensive. Old man, I've seen that look before and it's nothing a good jelly baby can't fix. Takes one himself and offers the bag to John. John takes one but holds it. Doesn't He takes one but he doesn't eat it. It's an odd-looking watch you have there, son. John still defenses, says nothing. Pockets it, keeps his hand in his pocket. Old man, you sure seem attached to it if it's nothing. John Smith, look, it's nothing, and what's it to you anyway? <laughs> John Smith gets up, thanks him for the sweet, puts it down, because why would you do that? Wait, what? Anyway, yeah, so he doesn't have the sweet. He's like, I'm, you know, I'm just going to leave it here. <laughs> yeah. John, yeah. Start, yeah, John starts to walk away, but the old man stops and saying, I can hear it too, or I can hear them too. I like that line, though. Yeah. John stops. Old man says, the voices are calling to you. John turns around. Old man says, as they are calling to me. (laughs) What does that, what does it mean? Like, what do I do? We could have it just thrown straight back into that. I don't know. Yeah. That scene could still be longer as well, but. It could be much longer. What does that mean? What do I do? Take my hand, son. (laughs) Old man stands up. The answers you seek lie within that watch. You won't know what to do until you open it. Uh, John, maybe seeming upset, says, but what if I don't want to? Because obviously we have the reason that John's been running from his past. Yeah. That's why he did it in the first place. I don't we know if we've got anywhere in the script where we reveal that. I don't think we do. We can figure it out. Yeah. Uh, old man says, everything has to end sometimes, otherwise nothing will ever be able to get started, which is that placeholder line that you gave yep. me. Yeah. Um, serves the same purpose as what we're trying to say anyway. Yeah. But we can offer up our own variation of it when we come to actually writing the script. Yeah. John Smith takes out the watch. The old man says, I think you're ready to come back. And John Smith opens the watch. I like that line as well. Yeah. That's a really good scene. Because I think, I think when you open the watch as well, all you'll see is like the orange glow on his face. Well, it's, it's funny because that scene went from one that we weren't looking forward to planning to like our favourite scene. <laughs> oh yeah, it's my favourite scene in the film, I think. Um, then scene 13 is Back to the Future, as in the entire film, Back to the Future. Oh, Wow. Future Maybe the again. cast is Doc Brown. Dave Matt Tenet. Smith. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, no, Robert Downey Jr. And then Tom no, Holland is my. It, it needs to be Doctor Who actors. Oh, okay. Uh, Rose, uh, Billy Piper is uh, Doc Brown, and um, and Brandy Walsh is uh, Mike McFly. That's Mike McFly. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's your image. <laughs> um, but who plays his mother? <laughs> He plays his mother when he goes back in time. Uh, Christopher Eccleston. Yes, of course. Wig and everything. Like, it's a per- it's a perfect choice. There is a picture of Christopher Eccleston in a wig somewhere. To be fair, <laughs> um, I think there's a picture of every Doctor Who actor in a wig. Yeah. Um, f- future, Back to the Future again. Anyway, yeah. Um, this is our, okay. So the scene need we have to. I've made two notes for this one. So the scene needs to reveal the captain is that is uh, David Rosenbaum. The doctor needs to run in full doctor mode. Um, and then eventually taken by Davros. Taken to Davros. Anyway, so back to future. Alex and survivors arriving back at their camp. Maybe an interrogation between Alex and the captain. Finding out stuff about each other. Alex beginning to show signs of a, some sort of progression from the beginning of the film. Yep. Like becoming a bit more she spent she spent some time... Because even, even though the doctor obviously runs in and is all bravado and shit. Yeah. There's no necessary um 
Alex, they might have been walking for a long time, for example. It might not have just been like an hour. Like Alex might have been there for a while by the time the Doctor shows up. Yeah, I, like, I feel like there is more... Because where I was saying before, obviously, the script will be quite short, because this is scene 13. Yeah. Um, we can do a lot more with the future stuff. Like, that could be, like, the entire second act. Because I feel, I feel like... I feel like... Now having going through it, or going through it currently... Yeah. I feel like some time should pass between. It could. I don't. I feel like it, we could do. We could have Alex spending a li- because I know because the thing is because time travel is involved and the Doctor would knowing where he needs to go somehow. We yeah. we figure that out off screen. He would arrive quite shortly into it, maybe. So I yeah, can't, he would, wouldn't he? Like, so I can't imagine Alex being there for more than a day. Even if it's a couple of days, just so she can find yeah. her own footing. I yeah, because no, this there could be a lot more of this stuff, and it could be a matter of the scene between the Doctor and the past Doctor that don't, maybe doesn't need to happen until later into future stuff. Yeah, or even like, then, when the Doctor arrives in the future, even when the Doctor arrives in the future, for example, the Dalek attack doesn't need to happen at the same time. That could happen later. It could be the Doctor arrives, gets questioned, maybe goes for a kind of. Oh no, there um, could be more stuff there because they don't have the they don't have the means to get back. Yeah, so it could be like, right, come with us, we're going on patrol, and the Doctor kind of goes with them to see what they do and learns more about them, and then and when then, they get back, that's when... Yeah, and then we get more Doctor stuff in that. Yeah, exactly. Which would make Alex feel confused, obviously, because she doesn't know who he is at this point. Yeah, like, so the Doctor could arrive, gets the normal question, all that kind of stuff, and then could go on this, like, I say patrol, but kind of, you know what I mean, like a, a watch of sort. And then use that to learn a lot about... Even if he talks to Tim, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Learns learns about who they are, how they got there. He learns all the information he needs to know. So then also when Tim then dies, it, just, it adds a bit more... It could be a bit more, weight yeah. Wait to it, yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, of course. Maybe. Maybe we have that in a, in a way of expanding... No, that works. Like having more time stuff. in the future, yeah. Like rather than... Yeah. Otherwise it just everything feels so fast-paced. Yeah, because then also we get the Doctor back and he's already saving the day. We want the Doctor back. We want to have some time with the Doctor. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. No, of course. Um, but we're... For this... For that, okay, for now then, we're, we're still in this scene of... Uh, there's some sort of interrogation. Maybe then, I say maybe there's a Dalek attack, but there doesn't necessarily have to be. Well, that, yeah. The way that Dalek attack pans out can still happen. It just gets pushed back a little bit. So there's there's stuff in between yeah. the interrogation. Well, I mean, and the, Dalek, the attack. Dalek attack is then the Doctor shows up during the attack, doesn't he? So what are we saying that the Doctor could show up at a different time? Yeah. Like in terms of before there's any attack, so like he could just. But I'm trying to figure that's out. The... It could be a matter that's... of. Oh, it's confusing. It could even be a case of you know Alex is getting questioned in this kind of uh, court martial, whatever. It's been a day or it's been a few hours, whatever. And then as she's getting questioned, a soldier knocks on the door and goes, sir, we found another one. And they're like, what? And then that's when, you know, the doctor walks in and she's like, yeah, like, it could be something as simple as that. Where he's just, he's, he's just been caught. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of um, course. Um, sweet, talks, sweet talks his way to kind of saying, look, we are on your side. Um, but they don't trust him and they go, right, you can go for a I patrol mean, the, with the Tim. captain we'll at this point. About you. The captain at this book. Okay, here's. Does. 
at this point, would the captain, would D- David Rosenbaum, would he know that the Doctor isn't responsible for that stuff? Like, because at this point, it's him versus Davros. Like, they've turned against each other at this point. I guess he would, yeah. But, like, would he then know, under, know that that means that the Doctor wasn't involved? Or is it just a matter of he still believes that? This this Dav- this version of Davros still believes that the Doctor is responsible for bad oh, stuff. Fuck. Because that could that can lead to more conflict. Like, at least between them, why are they not... Um, so they don't see eye to eye, maybe. Yeah. But then it could all. But then we've. I don't know if that lessens the reasoning for the two Davros to be fighting against each other. Because like, I feel like we base that on the fact that this Davros found out too late that he was lied to. Well, maybe. So maybe could, we. So it could be a matter of he knows the Doctor's not responsible, but we don't acknowledge that because obviously we don't know this is. We're not going to find out this is David Rosenbaum for a while yet. Yeah. Well, maybe we find out more about the captain through... <coughs> Dialogue from other people. like Yeah, like if Doctor and Alex do go on this kind of patrol with them, that's where they find out more information about the captain and why he's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, because it could be a matter of like, because he, he knows he's, he's still, you know, he doesn't necessarily like the Doctor. Obviously, he hasn't seen him in a very long time. Since yeah. since their talk at the museum, you wouldn't have seen him technically, um, unless he bumped into a version of the Doctor during the Time War when they went back in and killed everyone. Yeah, um, exactly. But so yeah, it could be a matter of like, okay, I know this man's not a threat, but I'm not gonna you know let him know that I'm not gonna let him know who I am. It's fine. It's like okay, they are prisoners, and then like maybe because like they have like I don't know someone's killed in a in a what in like a or something because of someone obviously that person dying it could be oh we're short for the for the um the patrol yeah exactly like we're short for the watch and if he's like use use the new guy use and the new guy and, and then maybe alex is like could, oh, I, I want to go with him yeah either they take alex or they leave alex there yeah i've yeah because we're using alex as the main character i feel like spending too much time i mean it could be a matter of they do different things like the Doctor's getting a chance to impart his Dalek wisdom with these, with the people that he know, with the new people in the Resistance, while Alex could be learning more about the Resistance themselves. Yeah. Like, so two different things happening at the same time, kind of. Films do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because um, we could spend, you know, we could spend some time, if, I don't know how much longer of this episode, but even next episode, properly developing... You know, that's the whole point for these recaps. We want to see where we can expand the acts. Oh yeah. So we could we you know, we've now we now know what we want to add to Act Two, which hopefully broadens the film a little bit more. Yeah. Because at the moment, yeah, this scene thirteen is all that stuff where um Alex is interrogated and then the doctor shows up, there's the attack, and then they're taken to see Davros, and then scene fourteen is in Davros's castle. <laughs> or King Davros exactly. or whatever. Exactly, because like we said, not only does this add more Doctor stuff, it adds, you know, a bit more dimensions to Alex and the Captain, but you also get emotional weight to the Resistance. So if, if Tim and we can establish someone else from that patrol, get to know them, and then when they die, it adds more emotional weight for the audience rather than just, we're in the future, oh no, there's an attack, oh, we get kidnapped now, okay, bye. Like it. Oh yeah, it, of course. It just, it slows it down just that little bit for a couple of scenes, so that when it does pick back up, 
you yeah. feel more anxious for the characters you've just met. I'm going to put a note next to scene 12, which is John Smith in the 60s, possibly move this scene to later on. Because that scene can happen after more, like after we spend a little bit more time with Alex in the future. Yeah, so more time with Alex in the future, then that scene, then, then, then the Doctor and Alex getting to know the Resistance in the future. Yeah, and then the Dalek attack. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be Sweet. a matter of the scene where. The scene where um, the Doctor is brought to the future, it won't be during their inter- the interrogation. It'll be during, like, I mean, Alex is maybe talking to Tim about something. Yeah. No, she's been questioned. They go, right, Tim some... will show you to wherever, your yeah. quarters or something it's like, like you that. It's you like, you'll stay here and, you know... You'll go, cap- on, you'll go the and watch could, with... Or the captain could be... Well, no, I think it'll be more because she's not experienced. It's like, no, maybe you won't go and watch. You'll stay in the camp and help out where you can here. It's like, well, you'll make yourself useful as long as you're here. No, yeah, sorry, no, I meant like um, Tim will show you to where you need to go. Yeah. He's going on watch first thing in the morning, but stay with him tonight, and then tomorrow you can help out around the camp. Yeah. And then by the time it comes around, um, like Alex could wake up in the morning to like, loads of voices and someone, you know, we coming in this. saying... We found another you didn't one! Say, <laughs> yeah, just like someone could have... A, she could wake up to like a gun to her head or something, just being like, you never told us you had someone else with you, and she was like, what, what do you mean? And then, you know, they take her out, and there's the doctor just standing there like, Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Some some extended stuff, so... Yeah, so I've written in between scene 13 and 14, which is future again in King Davros. I've written additional scenes extending the Doctor's time in the future as well as Alex's. Yeah. And that means we could possibly... We'll possibly move... Um, the future again scene that needs to be rewritten, like with this additional stuff all happening and we might have an additional scene after Alex in the future then so additional scene with more Alex in future then we have the John Smith scene then we're back to the future and then we're extending that time as well which could add three or four scenes yeah exactly making yeah so that would definitely that would definitely add and then we've got stuff well I've already made added them to the scene list early on but yeah there could be more so yeah, we're figuring that out as we're going along. Because we added some stuff to the start, we added some stuff to, at the end as we were doing it. We we very much glossed through the middle part. Yeah. I should say we'll continue doing these as this recap though in like the next episode. Yeah, like we'll we'll continue going from the King Davros stuff onwards, since just in case there's more stuff we can figure out to fit in there as well, and then yeah. we'll come back and write these extra scenes. Yeah, or plan these extra scenes. Um, but for now, I think we'll probably call it there. Yeah. Bit shorter than normal, but I know some podcast listeners prefer a shorter episodes, so. Yeah, exactly. And also, we've actually, for a half hour episode, we stumbled on quite a few good yeah, ideas. We, we had a thing. We didn't just recap. We got some. Yeah, some, some shit done, you some know? Stuff. Yeah, we got some stuff done. I was recently planning a chapter for my fanfic, and it was like I didn't know how I wanted things to happen, but I was like, I need all these things to happen and match up. And it was like I, I went like, just got a piece of paper and just wrote everything, like all the characters I needed in certain places. Everyone, I was just like, okay, sat there and just looked at it for like about twenty minutes, just being like, how do I figure this out? Yeah, it was. But yeah, sometimes you need to take that time to just, just work on something. <coughs> 
Yeah, no, of course, man. Of course. <laughs> I had a moment where I planned something and I was like, oh my God, that's so good. That really works. And I was like, you know, stood up and I was like, thank you. Please hold your applause. <laughs> I was on my own. <laughs> Just... Fucking hell. To be fair, I did that. I do that with like, if I make a good joke at work and people laugh, I think so. I made a joke the other day about something and everyone started laughing. So I did stand up and was like, thank you. Thank you. You're too kind. You're too kind. Everyone, as soon as I did that, everyone immediately went, yeah, no, we're gonna, we're not going to clap for you anymore. This is, you're a bit stupid now. And you're like, oh. I was about to say, I don't even remember what moment that was, but yeah, no, I definitely remember what it is now. And I was just like, oh, yeah, it's so good. It works. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, love it when a moment comes together. Oh, I do. I've had so many of this. This, um, this with this, I've nearly finished this um, fanfic story I'm on, like this, the seventh, seven out of nine, story seven out of nine. I've nearly finished. <laughs> Fucking hell. I've got like, um, I think three or four chapters left, maybe. Nice. We'll see how it goes, though. I'm gonna. I'm just. Lying. You should. You should tell me where to find it. No. Okay. Well, not because I don't even have it under my own name anymore. So. Oh, okay. Fair. Because I don't want that. Yeah, but it's fan fiction and it's Dragon Ball based, so. Fair. That's fair. But well, yeah, otherwise, that's that's an end of an episode. That is. Thank you so much for listening. We do really appreciate it. Again, look, short episode this week, but you know. We have busy lives. What can you expect? Mm-hmm. And you can find us on all elements of social media. We are two smoking microphones everywhere. That is Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We also have an email address, two smoking microphones podcast at gmail.com. And we have personal Twitters slash projects and all that kind of stuff. So Connor, you can find him at Connor Jordan nine underscore ninety six or just Connor Jordan I I can't remember now. <laughs> yeah, Connor Jordan oh, underscore ninety six, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the all good. And you can find me at Harry Young Edits on Twitter, or you can find my blog slash uh, spin off podcast, The Review Lab, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, as always, thank you so, so much for listening. We do really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. We do. Love you. We love you lots. Um,. Yeah, we don't even say that. To, we don't even say that to each other. No, so you say it to me. Special. I don't say it to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love you, Connor. No, uh, thank you for listening.